Hello, welcome to the Northern Monkeys football show. Uh, it's been a very busy week of football and we are a bit later than normal, but such is life. Um, we have Nuttall with us. Thank you for using my correct name today. It's all right, no problem, Dan. And also Wayne is with us at the moment as well. Don't call it. Weird. Technical issues uh, with Wayne. Um, your internet connection is terrible. Uh, we are a monkey down as it stands, but Odin will appear at some point through the day. Oh, hang on. As we speak, Mr. Odin has arrived uh, as this guy is as professional as it gets. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good timing. It was very good timing. Very good timing. Oh, why's that? We're about fifty seconds oh. in. Oh, <laughs> nicely, nicely. Do, do I avoid the uh, the mark against my name for being late? Yeah, I'll forgive you. All right, great. No fines <laughs> or shit like that going off uh, in your dictatorship, Blacksy. Not this time, uh, but you know, three strikes and you know. What is the penalty? Yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid. Fair enough. Yep. You'll be punished by being forced to wear a lead shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into it, I'm going to do all the admin stuff first. So if you haven't listened to the Chris Turner interview yet, that is on uh, it's on YouTube. So if you're on, on there, subscribe to that channel because there's more stuff coming and the Craig Rowcastle's on there as well as the iTunes Spotify. Uh, in the next week or so, we'll be speaking to Stephen Bywater, former Wednesday Burton Derby, West Ham. Yeah. Yeah? West yeah. We definitely need to talk to him about his debut anyway. Yes, just yeah. a bit. Um, which I'm looking forward to that one. So that'll be in the next week or so that that'll come out. So subscribe to YouTube and iTunes as well because that's where obviously it will come out. Um, so moving on to actual football that happened. Manchester City won 4-1 at Liverpool. Uh, what was meant to be a game of the week, uh, game of the weekend was just City. Fairly comfortable. Uh, Wayne, we did the live show on Friday doing a little preview um, I don't think either of us predicted this. No, we were quite comfortable in favour of Liverpool sneaking a, a 1 or a 2-0 win, mm. um, which didn't make any sense given the form guide, but we, we were pretty adamant of it. Um, yeah. and I, you know, you could have seen a, a City win, but not by that scoreline. Mm. Um, helped in a big way by uh, Alisson in the Liverpool goal. <laughs> yes. Uh, another, another reason we're glad you're here so early, Ode, is I think it's a very, very, very early award of Rachukka of the Week this week. That is correct. Uh, I, I really, really wanted to get there, um, but and I've seen Begovic's and all that's quite mm. poor. Uh, but yeah, for the for the build up for the goals as well as the actual goalkeeping, uh, Alison wins Rachukka of the Week. Yeah, I think, to be fair, it's been, not been a, a very good weekend for goalkeeping mistakes. De Gea, uh, Olsen didn't have a particular good game for Everton as well, which oh. will come up during a bit. Yeah, you're like he was stuck in concrete for that <laughs> yeah. goal. Yeah, um, but with people like Alisson at all, a lot of people say you've got to, you've got to sort of accept that the people are is going to make mistakes, and I think you could accept one of the mistakes, but it was at least three, and then maybe a couple more that didn't lead to goals. Um, I suppose it happens, but it's very, very poor. Uh, I'll just say it's an off day for him. I wouldn't necessarily hammer him for it. Like mm. you said, it happens every now and again. It's happened a few times in that game, and probably the early ones have caused the later ones because yeah. he's more nervous. 
uh, doing what he's doing at ball at his feet, but he it saves him a lot more points than he costs him. So. Very true. Uh, you're putting all the blame on the result, not all down to Allison's mistake, or were Liverpool, were Liverpool as a team below where they should have been? I don't, I don't, I don't think it would have four-one game. I'll say that mm. much. I think Liverpool were in the game, but City were. City were the better side, so yeah. uh, I, I'm not putting the fault for the defeat at Allison's door, but probably by how many? The nature of it, you can you can say Allison's to blame. Yeah, and, and Wayne Klopp after the game getting snappy with a couple of journalists and um, is not a very good loser, is he? He's German. They don't do losing. <laughs> the stereotype in the entire nation, mate. That's fine. Uh, you, you lose by that scoreline at home in Germany one, as champions. And uh, I can't finish that joke. We'll probably get took off the air. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't go down well. Anyway, they put him on trial. Um no, isn't it? I hate the idea that people think he's happy-go-lucky and he's this fun-loving guy. He's not. He's a dick. He always proves he's a dick. No one of the Liverpool fans thinks he's this happy-go-lucky character. Every time they lose, he has someone to blame. Take some he has turned into Arsene Wenger. He has, this season. I don't think he's been like it every other season, but it's terrible this year. Although, although nobody's a good winner, but... Uh, nobody's a good loser, sorry, but uh, yeah, he's been a very bad one. It could be a German thing. I know we're moving to a different sport, but if you look in Formula One with Schumacher and Savell, when everything's going fine for them, they're the nicest people in the world and they're fantastic. And then when they start losing and they get under pressure, they just sort of start shouting at people and having a go. It must be a German thing, though. Uh, I don't know if this is a great time to add this, but uh, he has lost his bum today. Uh, so maybe... That has something to do with uh, his mood recently, whether he's known for a while. But yeah, uh, sorry to bring the, uh, the tone down on it. <laughs> oh, uh, now, you've, now, now we can't fucking have him. What's really worrying is that that felt like a setup to a joke, and I'm thinking, <laughs> actually, you're going to have to stop, stop recording. Yeah, through the show. Okay. We don't no. deter away from the fact that he is a bell end in post-match interviews, but <laughs> our deepest condolences for your loss of your mum. However, come on, four-one at home. It's getting great, mate. Come on. Yeah, I thought they were both. They were both shit first half. Yeah, City and Liverpool. Uh, it were whoever who could turn up second half who looked out like their old former selves. That mm. and, and City did. They turned it up a gear and Foden were brilliant. No, was Pat um, said they needed somebody to take it by his scruff at neck and forward and did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For for his age, he, he showed that mature head he's got on uh, in in being able to do that. And uh, and people talk about how Guardiola's managed him. Uh, I know it's it's still early days, but it's looking like he's going to be first name on team sheet for years to come. Mm. Uh, as, as of recently so yeah well it's a Euros year Wayne uh, and we've got a young young star coming through who looks like he could be a star of the future and the star of now for England uh, at which point in the season is he going to break his foot <laughs> uh, it's a good point uh, I suspect <laughs> probably in the quarter final of the Euros 
<laughs> and then we'll go out on penalties to Portugal or something like that. I think that's how it normally works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, we've got to that stage now. You know, Kane's are. I think Daniel is just coming back in. Um, I mean, Kane's back. Mourinho pulled wool over his, over his eyes and it was quite a bad injury and then he just turned yeah. up. Inside eleven next game. I took him yeah. out in fantasy football week before. Yeah, same, same, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I worked out how to do transfers and everything. <laughs> <laughs> sake. Um, but yeah, there's, there's still time for other key players to get injured. Um, hopefully, Jack Grealish. No, but as we've said, and and, and this, it, this Twitter's been full of debate today on it. Uh, there's that many options for England that we mm. can probably afford an injury or two this year, and it yeah. hopefully won't affect us that much. It might even make Southgate will it? Make, if there's an injury or two, it'll make Southgate's job much easier because it'll take yeah. the options away from him. Um, we talked about this on the chat on our private chat earlier. Um, not all that you responded. If Jack Grealish wins the Euros for us, is all forgiven? Yeah. To be honest, I'm coming round to him anyway. Quite a good player, really, these days. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've gone full circle. I thought he was just a show pony, but it's proven me wrong. He's not a good player. So, so if we win the Euros, what that means is Wayne's got to wear a Jack Grealish shirt. I think. I think that's what. I'll I've tell you what. If he wins, if he if he if he wins the Euros, I'll I'll do a French plat in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we win for many other if reasons he, now. You know it's not going to happen, don't you? If he wins us the Euros, I'll give him a blowjob in front of his mum and dad. <laughs> it's not going to happen, all right. Well, I'm not I sure he'd readily accept now. it, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is all on record now, with Exactly. It's not like it's recorded him win. I am not worried about that, okay? <laughs> I mean, this is England's best chance of winning a major tournament since, I don't know, a long time. There's a lot of permutations. Jack Grealish has got to actually do well and we've got to win it. Um, I feel like I'm pretty safe. And I've got to find his mum and dad. So I'll be honest with you, I'm not (laughs) worried about this. Sorry, I'll I'll clip this to him and we'll email it to his agent and then he can go through proper channels and that'll be fine. No, it's not do it to his agent. I'll sleep him out of it. All right. Um, back to City Ode five points clear at the top of the league having Manu drop points uh, they've still got a game in hand City to Manu so almost certainly going to be eight points clear at some point in the near future uh, any stopping them really because they really seem to have clicked into gear yeah the, there's just no at minute is there that you can really fault them with mm. um, I don't know it were rare we, could you call it a mistake in Liverpool game where we uh, get penalty with Diaz? Yes. Yeah. yeah other, other than that, they've been pretty yeah. flawless, haven't they, defence? Uh, John Stones coming to his own. Uh, Again, an English player in a Euros year coming good. That's what we needed. Especially yeah. defender and all. Yep. Yeah. So, I can't see past them. No. No one else is doing enough. Have you seen that um, Guardiola's Considering putting Edison on penalties, I did see that. I love a keeper taking penalties. I've got to be honest; yeah, it's brilliant. That. Yep, it's like an outfield player going in net. It's just bizarre and fantastic. When you check, you don't seem very happy about that. Yeah, that's taking like this is taking the mic. There's only ever two people that could take penalties. All right, as a goalkeeper, one of them was Kevin Pressman. Ooh, Pressman, my Best Kev. 
Best penalty taker the world has ever seen, let's be fair about this. Um, and the other one is the, what was it called? Chilavare, Chil- weren't it? The um, Paraguay. Paraguay. Yeah, yeah, he kicks as well, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. So you, you can't take it away from them too. All right. Imagine that now. Imagine a keeper taking free kicks now. Nah. We're mad. <laughs> anything is possible. At one point, you put me on free kicks when we were playing in junior, so anything is possible. That's true. It would. Yeah. Like, 10, 10, 15 years ago, it would have fucking boiled my piss seeing that, seeing a keeper. That is, like, ultimate piss take. But <laughs> these days, I think we... Uh, Edison and mm. Alison... They're almost outfield players, aren't yeah, they? You could you could put them in the middle of the park, couldn't you? The, mm. just the sweepers, aren't they? <laughs> the old-fashioned sweepers. No, you couldn't. Not for Man City, obviously. <laughs> but you, you, I think they'd probably fit into a championship team's midfield probably all right. Oh, they fucking wouldn't. There's a lot Ante. more to game than being able to play football with your feet. And as a keeper, they won't be able to just slot the same fucking midfield, would they? Listen, right. Always worries me when I agree with at all. (laughs) (laughs) The passing, the passing range for for me is as good as and well, not any, no, Mm. any League One most at Championship, I'd say. Again, your midfield. (laughs) Of a fucking Pelopessi, you might do. Yeah, because the, the one thing we're missing in the centre of midfield is someone who can play those 50-yard pinpoint passes. <laughs> we definitely don't have that. No, it, it's better than Bannon. Mm. Anyway, I'm just going to clear this debate up. There's no way any goalkeeper would be able to play <laughs> a professional football in English league anywhere because he wouldn't be able to position himself anywhere near it when he needed to. I, no, I think, I, think you're, I think you're really putting... Because... Uh, these, like Edison and Andy, Alison, right? I'm telling you now, I bet you all you like, they've grown up and become keepers in, in the teens. Mm. Oh, do, uh, do you want to uh, you know, regale I'm, I'm, with the story about when I'm we owed to be honest? Oh, yeah. Well, so that was, what, right? what happened the last time you, as a goalkeeper, decided to play out of the Wayne. <laughs> Can you, can you regale us with that story? Wayne, I'm a dinosaur compared to that. <laughs> it, were, it were a game when we used to just lump it. No, it weren't be... the game it is now. Playing football in your teens, done, it doesn't translate to a, a men's football anyway. How many of them play completely different positions now to what they did as teenagers? I think they could job at a, a lowest. I'm not saying they're going to walk into a central midfield at Premier League, but at a certain level, they could do an half-decent job. Yeah, Mark, not, not Mark in top fucking, four English leagues. Mark fucking right, playing for Crawley here. We forgetting all well. that. No, it's, that. Yeah, but that's a fucking that's just for media. He, start, he started. He started on Saturday. Yeah, he got took off quite early though, didn't he? Half time. Listen, the argument were they could, they could gain the midfield. Yeah, Mark Wright's at fucking left back at Crawley. I'm sure fucking Edison or Allison would get into into a League Two midfield. Having watched League Two football, well, I, I, we'll can, to, I can say yes. Somebody we'll fucking good. Agree to disagree on that, I think. Did Mark Wright right. actually get took off, or did he just go into the changing room at half time and get a text message from Michelle Keegan? Because if that were the case, I'd be happy to do off a pitch at that point. I'd, I'd be in the car. 
Um, on to Liverpool briefly before we because we've spent too long on this topic already. Uh, Ten points off the top. Uh, they still sit fourth, not all. Uh, is top four just make sure you get in top four? Yeah. There's cool. not much more to add to that. Not a win title, are they? They're too far no. behind. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, moving on. Uh, I think I might enjoy this one. Manchester United, three, Everton, three. Uh, Man you went 2 0 up and then 3 2 up and managed to throw it away. Uh, so, so, we already mentioned though, some terrible goalkeeping, but also some terrible defending as well. Yeah. Um, the, the the third goal, it yeah. was just a typical lump it in boxing it. They were on a bite mm-hmm. on Monday Night Football, the line that Man U had held, how deep it was for, mm-hmm. for that timing game. Um, but yeah, it were it were great to great to see, and uh, now they're unraveling. They're just showing the true colours, and they'll probably finish. Well, they'll be they'll be lucky to finish top four. I'm gonna say fifth. <laughs> Brilliant. So you think Chelsea any, are gonna in, in, any, uh, in any other year, possibly, but everybody's so shit. They'll probably hang them out this year. Everton were yeah. far better side second half, to be fair. I mm. thought Man, Man U took a punch to them when they went 3-2 up. Uh, yeah. So I was pretty pleased they got like equalisers because they deserved they deserve to get some out of the game for me. Mm. That Rodriguez goal were very good. I enjoyed that Rodriguez goal a lot. Mm. Wayne was saying, weren't he, last week about um, when amount of chances we uh, got against him and he, he said, well, They'll probably give as many chances away. So, we and we and Bin as I up, yeah, away league table, splitting two table, not all. Uh, the, you you kind of expected any result from it. So, it, were, it lived up to expectation as a game. Yeah. Any worries? My, my, my terrible defending, Wayne, is that Audi says they're not going to finish top four um, because of that. Is it Everton are a decent enough team to exploit, I suppose, against other teams that wouldn't happen, would it? Like Leeds and that, would it, you know. Bit of backhand and compliment there, Alex. It was, They will finish in top four. They'll probably finish in top three, to be fair. Um, I don't mm. necessarily... I don't, I don't mean they're the third best team in there. Obviously, Thistle does have a season, but it just shows how inconsistent other teams have been this year. Mm. Um, and how ridiculous a season it's been. Um, they have got problems, but there are so many bad teams or mediocre teams in that league that they can they can probably ride through it this year and look to strengthen in the summer. Um, and as long as they've got a Champions League place, they'll be able to attract pretty much anyone they want. Um, but don't take anything away from Everton. They've, they've played well mm-hmm. this year. I said they, you know, they deserve to come back in it in the second half. Um, I'd possibly argue they might deserve to win it, to be honest. But um, don't take it away from that. It's a good performance by them. Um, Man you a second in a minute, I believe. Yep. That's second, aren't they? Um, they're never going to chase City down, but if you can keep that place, it's a good for, uh, good for, for next year to also finish second again next year because they won't chase them down next year either. Yeah. Uh, Everton are three points off fourth, not all, with two games in hand. They're sitting in a really, really good position, and we're coming up to what, 23 games played. Um, they're struggling for a bit of consistency, but they're still keeping the foot in the race. 
Well, everybody's struggling for consistency, as we've said. Definitely. So, well, actually, Liverpool aren't at the minute. They're very consistent. <laughs> yeah. They're losing all the time, and and that's yeah. all they're chasing down. So, Liverpool turn it round, and they're not going to keep losing like this forever, are they? Because uh, no. they've got too much quality. So, it's just a case of keeping in touch with them as long as they can, and they give themselves a chance. Everton are a good side mm. this season, so there's no reason with the inconsistencies that Liverpool and I think Leicester will continue to have throughout the season. Mm. And even Man U. I don't know oh, what yeah. points gap it is to Man U, but other than City, there's a potential for them to get up to second if they can string a few results together. Uh, yeah, uh, they are, well, three points off top, eight points off Man U with two games mm-hmm. down. So, but yeah, again, they win, this they season's not going to happen. Yeah, they win yeah. the games in hand and... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. so. Absolutely. Um, so that's the, that one. We're going to try something new this week. Uh, I've brought in a game this week. So what I've done is I'm I've asked my... This. Uh, I played my five-year-old daughter a clip of a very famous Premier League moment. Uh, and then I asked her to basically go back through it. Um, some of it doesn't make sense. If you get this, I would be amazed. Um, but I'm going to play the clip for you now. You won't be able to talk throughout. So yeah. here we go. They was hugging each other and they got a trophy and it got red, white and blue. Anything else? Um, uh, they have different colours to same and and the blue um, and team wins. <laughs> so, that's all I could get out of it. <laughs> So, what Premier League event was this? I actually know. I'd say Leicester winning. I'd say Leicester winning Premier League, maybe. Don't know. No. When? Go on, Odie, have a go, because I'm pretty sure I've got this. Go on, Odie. Man City winning League. Yeah, uh, 2012. What were you going to say, when? It was going to say Blackburn, uh, I reckon. No, I, I know exactly what it is. It's actually uh, the celebrations when Jason Punishing come back from having his shit mid-game. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him a trophy and everything. <laughs> uh, it's this one. QBR fans are jumping up and down. Maybe there's more news, more favourable news for them. It's finished at Sunderland. Manchester United have done all they can. That Rooney goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Oh, he got it. <laughs> do, you know, do you know the best thing about that? Go on. I, I missed about half of it. I tapped the sound. <laughs> uh, so that may or may not come back. I think you need to tell to work on our descriptions. Yeah, and the fact that it should be red and white, I thought that might confuse everybody because I know QPR were wearing red and white, but before watching it today, I couldn't have told you about what colour they were wearing. So, no, I, I didn't know they were wearing red and white, I just I don't know why. I, well, well, there you go, don't know. There you go, we'll try that again next week, see if it's any better. <laughs> there we go. That is, does that make uh, the second member of the Mini Monkeys Club? Where was the first one? Well, we had a the first member. During, the, during our non-league uh, trip. Oh, right, yeah. Um, they gave an input to this year. I distinctly remember that. So we, we now have a mini monkeys club. I suppose we do, yeah. 
Don't leave Wayne in charge of them. No, God, no. <laughs> These are your kids. This is just weird. Why would you say that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Public service announcement, all right? Yes. <laughs> out of all of us, who's the best vet in here? I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, Gordon. I'm also well vetted, mm. to be fair. Mm. Yes, but they don't know about you. That's the difference. <laughs> Um, back to recent football. Southampton lose again, this time to Newcastle. Um, 3-2, considering three goals to Newcastle, not all. Uh, it's, it's not yeah, a worry Southampton because it'll come good, but... I said, well, I sort of thought it'd happen. Uh, I, didn't, oh, I didn't have it 3-2, but I had them to lose 2-1 to, um, on Super 6. Uh, don't know, just after 9-0, we knew they had a lot of players missing still. Newcastle had mm. beat Everton a, a week mm. before... I don't think I don't think Newcastle are a good side, but they they dig they dig the odd win out, and I just felt mm. like that were a game they were going to dig a win out. So they did. There you go. Good free mm. kick again from Ward Prowse, though. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Newcastle have um, put themselves into typical mid mid table safety uh, while still being shit. Um, Steve Bruce special. Um, uh, Woward on this bad times in football. Jan Bednarak. Benerek has had a terrible week in football. Uh, he scored no goal against Manchester United and then gave away a penalty while getting sent off. The red card was overturned and he scored another own goal again against Newcastle. My question to you three is, have you experienced anything as bad in your playing days or watching days? Oh, dear God. Yeah. Um, this was before we all started playing together, so it's been under 12s. Uh, at school level, I, on two different occasions, inside five games, scored a hat-trick of own goals. <laughs> <laughs> that takes some serious, serious skill. One was a bicycle kick. It was beautiful. I tell you. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, Why so were you trying a bicycle kick in either it, area? It seemed like a really funny idea at the time. But yeah, t- twice in five games, I scored hat-trick of own goals. One was the perfect hat-trick as well. Beautiful. You also uh, got sent off twice in three games, captain in school. Five games, actually. I'll have you now. Five games, sorry. Well, no, no, actually four, because one of those games were banned. Um, yeah, the, the hat-tricks of own goals were worse. You can't really beat that. Uh, no. And then I did try some lovely finishes. There. One of them was like Rob Scott-esque. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, anything? Uh, no, you made me relive this uh, last last week, didn't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that, that was particularly bad. Um, if I'm going to pick out one moment when uh, the sun was in my eyes uh, and it just went through through my hands and into the back of my hey, Odin, uh, you've been very kind. It did not go through your hands. It, it went, went, through your hands. It went to the side of you. Oh, it went to the side of me. <laughs> And it was a free kick from the halfway line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they knew, didn't they? They knew it were it were an early morning winter sunrise, straight in, mm. straight in eyes. Uh, yeah, that were uh, a particular low moment. Yeah, it's, it's not very often in my whilst I played football when my team's conceded a goal that I've laughed. But I'm sorry, <laughs> that was one of my favourite moments in football. <laughs> 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 My favourite story about that was I went up to him afterwards to sort of console him and say, oh, unlucky, mate. 
Uh, only problem was, I called him something that I thought was his nickname, and it turned out to be quite a, quite a derogatory <laughs> comment to what I at the time. So I went up and said, well, unlock it, and then said the nickname, at which point he told me to fuck off. <laughs> I don't know what this nickname is. Yeah, yeah so when I, when I were uh, in my teenage years, I think I went through a little stage of having uh, dandruff, and uh, basically... Uh, I, from that, uh, when everyone started getting bad nicknames, I was uh, Snowman. <laughs> At least now you've got no air. You don't have that problem. Well, yeah, that's it. That's it. Point, yeah. Oh, so I went up to him. Didn't really know you that well at that point because we maybe only been playing together a few months, and everyone's taking the piss out of you. I was the only one out to him. All right, unlucky Snowman. Tried to slap you on back. Think you didn't be your nickname, and you're fucking ape shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sensational. Not all you've got anything. Not really. I got two, three, two red cards in three games that that time, and <laughs> uh, a few years ago, what, what, second one was for cropping Johan Folly twice. So I felt like that was a bit of an achievement, if anything. But yeah, I, can't, well, I, can't. I know to be sent off and laugh at the same time. <laughs> I watched that game, and you spent the entire game running around the pitch, but only running when Folly had the ball. <laughs> This is a man who had to retire from football because of a horrible heart condition, and you were just trying to injure him. <laughs> well, I yeah. know we'd beat him with 10 men, so it didn't matter. I bet you were about 7 2 up at that point, yeah. if I remember. Yeah. Like, sir? Uh, mine will be when I think we were in year nine, I scored a shit ton of goals, and then the season after, I scored, I didn't score for about six months. Uh, as a striker, that didn't go down very well, I don't think, so that's. Uh, it and uh, very well. Odin, what did they used to say about him? <laughs> what, about, about him being a raging bull? No. no. Oh, 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 oh. What was the thing? Oh. <laughs> oh. What's Sven said about him? Yeah. yeah. The thing about Lexi is he never scored a bloody goal. <laughs> uh, so anyway, just listening to that, um, we used to play football together and that was an impression of our old uh, football coach, Matt oh, slash maths teacher. <laughs> it's been a long 18 years, hasn't it? Yeah. Plenty, to be fair, there's plenty more of these stories to come over the next few weeks. So, uh, when other people do shit things, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, everybody. Um, well, the now, Penderick one, fucking well, ridiculous, by the way. What is shit? On the, no, on the fucking red card. Okay. Yeah. Ridiculous red card. I don't know how Mike Dean's gone over and watched. I'm not going to give him any abuse because it sounds like he's had quite a lot lately. <laughs> but how he's gone over to that screen, looked at that, and decided it were they were intent behind it and it were a red card is fucking beyond me. Ridiculous. Are you on the bed now? You're on Suchek one. Oh, fucking hell. I'm, on that. I'm going. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, you're, you're interrupting me, moving, moving on to that exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, my Dean. You just, you just can't oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, do, you, do you want to know my thoughts on this? <laughs> yeah, go for it, mate. Yeah, go on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know what I thought thinks about this decision. <laughs> <laughs> First, it's red card. What do you think about it? I've, I've not seen it. 
not seen him. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't want to pull him up because I thought he were on about last week's game at night. Yeah. I thought, bloody hell, we've talked about this already. Just how might need it all. <laughs> I didn't want yeah. to pull him up on it. We penalty him for something. Yeah, yeah we, we said that were ridiculous last week, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah well. Anybody else's uh, thoughts on Suchek? <laughs> yeah, well, if anybody didn't watch it, um, not, nothing happened as far as I can tell in the West Ham game. Uh, it was a shit game until this 97th minute, I think it were. Um, Suchek's moved his arm up in the air to put his arm over the head of Mitrovic, and he's caught him with his elbow. Uh, there's no question he's caught him, but it is completely by accident. Wayne, uh, we're all, as always, any refereeing issues, we will come to you. According to Sky Sports, after, uh, during the post-match, um, he was told to go look at the monitor because um, Sujic had a clenched fist. Now, I am aware that is a criteria when looking at elbows in, in certain circumstances, but in that circumstance, that should have been irrelevant. Yeah, I don't actually think he does either. I'm not, I'm not sold on not that clenched fist um, argument. I don't think it's cut and dry, but I'm not sold on it. There's, there's two facets to this. First of all, I, there's got to be an element of common sense. I don't think that's intentional. Um, I don't think there's any malice there towards it at all. People say, oh, as soon as he's done it, he like he, he draws away before starting to do that as if he's done it on purpose. I don't believe in any of that. I, I genuinely believe it's an accident. I think players pull each other at free kicks all the time. I'm surprised Natal's not made a joke at that comment. Um, but it, that happens. Right? And as far as I'm concerned, I don't even think it needs to go to VAR. It could have just been dealt with on pitch, got a quick conversation, you've got a minute left in the game, whatever, get on with it. I can see why it went to VAR end of the day, if there's a contentious incident, he might not have seen it. So. But you're, you're saying I can see why it's gone to VAR, he's clearly seen it because he's looking at it, if you watch the replay. Yeah, but you don't, he, can't, he, he, can't, he might not be able to tell in that split second whether they were intent there or not, which, he, which having seen the video, he can see. Hmm. You know, hmm. You're saying it's not a red card, but you're also saying we should have looked at it on VAR. But the yeah. issue we're using VAR... He still, made VAR contact. he still made contact with him with his elbow end of the day, so you would look at it, surely. Yeah, the, the fact of looking at VAR means we have to deal with it by the letter of the law. We, we can no longer use any sort of um, rationale, any sort of discretion. Says who? So, well, that's the point of using VAR, is that you're making decisions based on fact, aren't you? That's the problem there. But I don't think that's the issue. The, the issue is... I saw Suchek's comments afterwards, where he, he made a comment saying even Mitrovic didn't think he were sending off or something like that. Except for the fact that Mitrovic was rolling around on the floor for quite a while. Let's put the thing, yeah. just drop and then get back up. He was down for a good 45 seconds or so, <clears> trying to get him sent off. And then had the cheek to turn around and say, oh no, Mitrovic, you know, Mitrovic told me it weren't even a red card. Well, what the fuck are you doing down on deck? Because everyone yeah, knows, classic Mitrovic, that though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah everyone knows, if, if you foul someone but don't go down, you are not going to get the free kick or penalty. So by going down the way he did, he's only trying to do one thing, and that's get Suchek sent off. That's that's the issue here. If that is a genuine accident, get up. All right, my bad. Let's fucking get on with this. Or fucking talking about it. You might even get a yellow card after it. At the point where he stays down, it's seen as that he's done it intentional. That's the problem. Yeah, but what I would say on that way and all is players do that because if they don't, they've not been gained decisions that really should have been good. That's yeah, uh, yeah, that's a flaw in the law. But my my point is with Mitrovic saying afterwards that he's, he's said 
that he shouldn't have been sent off for it, but then he's rolling around on floor trying to get him sent off. That's the, the fucking oxymoron and all this. I completely agree with that because it's wrong that you sh- you can't get a decision unless you really sell the decision. That's a, it's just not right. Mm. The, but the other facet to this is is the issues that's happened afterwards, and the reason why Mighty Dean's not ref- not refing this weekend. This is this is a problem we've got. Is that he's him and his family have been receiving death threats online to the point where he's asked to be taken off the list for this week. That surely is the problem. What, what in an absolutely nothing game? Why the fuck are you sending people death threats to the fucking family and the kids? What's wrong with you? So, I want so wild Ace Muller telling him he was a wanker. To be fair, Maya. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's him. Yeah. I can't remember um, what decision it were about though. I was only about twelve. Euros, must have been Euros. Anyway. Yeah. Two thousand um, and it was the Saul yeah. Campbell this allowed goal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it must have been, yeah. yeah. Um, um first of all, Wayne, so I, I agree that these people who are sending death threats are clearly morons who don't understand life and everything else. But I understand fans' frustration. I'm not defending those pricks. I'm defending people who are getting angry about the situation because we're seeing week on week in the Premier League and the Championship, every other league in the world, not well, every other league in the country, referees making bad decisions which are having impacts. This one didn't have an impact on the game, obviously. But we're seeing this, and there's no action taken against the referees who make these terrible decisions which cost three points, which cost a position in the league, cost relegation, cost promotion. And the and thing fans, is, Mike Dean's looked at that about yeah. 25 times yeah. to come up with that decision. The one thing I'd say is, in slow motion, it looked, did look worse than what it actually were. If, you, if you'd have watched it in real time and made a decision on that, mm. I don't think he'd have sent him off. I can't. He, he must have seen it in real time, though. That's he watched what, it that it, many it, times. It took him fucking ages to make yeah. a decision. It's just Watch when it. it slowed down, it, do, it does look a lot worse when it slowed down, even though... It, it shouldn't have been. There's no way it were red, but when it slowed down, it did. It did look worse and, and more intentional than 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 what it actually were, which it weren't intentional. You've, you've, hit, still the head, head, you've hit the nail on the head there, Ed, Is that uh, from what the replays are so the ones that Dean were watching? I don't think anyone were in real time. I think they were all slow mo replays, and everything looks worse in slow mo. But, but some, he's in charge. He should know that. Yeah, he, 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 he could have had VAR and say, give me a fucking sped-up version of this and they'll give yeah. you. Well, that's Lee Mason, who was the VAR assistant, whatever you want to call him, um, that was looking at that. He's the one that's loading up that for him to look at. So surely Lee Mason's going to take part of the blame for that one, for playing the playing the footage only in slow-mo and not in real time. Yeah, and that's something I've noticed throughout season. They, they do pick and choose. They, 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 when they've got fucking loads of different angles mm. to look at they do peak in certain games I've noticed that when you see it on a replay they don't show that in the VAR mm. in certain games I've noticed this yeah. season uh, so it's and, whatever yeah. uh, and just and just on Lax's point by the way they do get punished referees have promotion and relegation in the same way that uh, clubs do they have game bans in the same way that clubs do, but it's just not advertised. I was about to say that. They've just got to make it visible. They should just make it visible. Okay. So if if you get disciplined at work, Natal, do you want that to be made visible to everyone else in public? Yeah, I'm on board. 
<laughs> you will be on, yeah. The, the difference is, if it's a player, it it tends to be. If it's someone on pitch, they're getting yeah. sent off it, or whatever, it's then public. it is, isn't it? Yeah. The, the, the referee, the referees are. Uh, 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 they're in that. In, they're in the, that industry. Yeah, yeah. I think you you're sort of on a bit of a witch hunt, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, look at him, fucking referee cunt. Fuck off, Wayne. This has took longer than I thought for you to use <laughs> <a> referee cunt. <laughs> but people say, oh, why, why aren't referees told? Do we have to come and answer questions on uh, post-match interviews? Well, a people don't want to hear from referees and that's, there's been something controversial. So forcing them to only answer controversial questions is just bias in itself. And B, <laughs> I wouldn't want to have to constantly explain my decisions. I have to do that to an assessor every game. Every Premier League and every Championship game is done with an assessor anyway, so they have to constantly rationalise the decisions. If you want to do that, you should be pu- publishing openly the assessor's report. Because every referee referees to the assessor. No matter what level you are, you do it because that assessor decides whether you get promotion or relegation. It's, it's a massive frustration. I mean, I'm talking the day after the Rotherham game where we've had a couple of shocking decisions, so I'm a bit annoyed about it. But it's it's, a bit, it's been the point. For, I mean, Championship in particular, standing a referee in the, in the Championship this season has been as bad as it's been in years. But nothing seems to happen. The stand, number one, the standard's not improving. And number two, it's the same dickheads that turn up week on week piling out these wank decisions. It's all right saying, yeah, action's taken. But we keep having them coming back in. It's the same It's the same tossers that are still living in the championship that we're getting week in, week out. We get relegated for a season, come back up. Oh, it's the same dickheads that are reffing us. So it's all right saying action's taken, but it's clearly not enough and it's not working. I, I mean, we can send up Trevor Kettle if you want, uh, if you prefer to have him in charge. I'll be honest, when we were in League One, there was better performances, much better performances from referees in League One than there has been in the Championship this season. A significant, at times, significantly better. Big club bias, innit? That's why you're not getting them this season. Are you saying we're a big club in League One? Yeah, not in Championship, though. Oh. Well, we, don't, we don't ever get called big clubs. Well, you're not really, but you're like a perennial. Well done, you, like, you per- per- perennially do well in no, champion, uh, League One. You, you can't take it back; it's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but end of day, uh, the unanimous decision: it was the wrong decision. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't have sent him off now. But then again. Uh, um, unless he knew it would fuck him off. <laughs> unless it were not all. Yeah, unless it were me. <laughs> I, never sent, I never sent you off at any point. No, you didn't, to be yeah. fair. I, I just used to give free kicks against you for diving all the time. It made it feel really fun. Um, Mike Dean and all, is has uh, got a reputation, and even before yeah. they uh, are making big decisions, giving the most controversial decisions more weeks than not um, so maybe maybe that's why a troll's thought in his head that mm. yeah that's acceptable because he's he's the show he's, he's, he's on the main stage uh, well he's like the most games. famous ref around in it that's the thing in, yeah. in, the, in, in I also think generally it's quite it's, decent, it's pretty good but yeah. But he does make the controversial decisions that other refs don't, like you said, yeah. which is what puts him to the forefront. 
I, I genuinely don't think it's that. I just think it's because at the minute he's probably one of the top three refs in country and he's getting the high-profile games. Um, is he one of the best refs we've had in the last 10 years? He's, he'll definitely be in top 10, but he's not as good as the other ones that have been through, you know, the Clattenbergs, the Webbs, etc., the, the Atkinsons. Um, and I think that's why he's been at that level for a long time. That's why people know his name. Do you ever see him coming out and doing interviews? Do you ever see him putting anything to press? This all this... Yeah. He's done it. It's been created by fans thinking that he makes himself centre attention. He's never done anything to do that. It's all been created by people piecing bits and bits and bits together that are clearly bollocks. But, he is uh, the most dramatic referee there is out there. Out, he awesome. loves a good arm signal, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> well, so, yeah, yeah. One of the most dramatic umpires in cricket. People talked about him, didn't make him the best ever. Just because someone's yeah, a bit more the, different. The issue is, and we're going on a lot longer than we do, but Mike Dean seems to really enjoy giving penalties and giving decisions. Just give the decision. You don't have to look really happy. Yeah, just it's... give the decision. It's, it's, it's just a bit much. And it grates on, I understand why it does grate on people. It's like it's like it's like away fans when they taking piss at you when they've gone one 0 up or whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, but he's 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 made him send. Every fan looks for a scapegoat when it, it comes yeah. to when it comes to like a decision against you conceding goals. So things like that and that that is when he gave that advantage and things like that. I, mm. I get I get why referees are happy about it, but I won't. <sighs> Are you just asking for trouble? I think if you, with with the dramatization of it, well, we should probably wrap this up because we've been at this for about twenty minutes. But just to be clear, this you're wanting referees not to have a personality, but you do want them to do post match interviews. Yes, they don't have to post much interview. I think it would be fair to say get the assessor in to do it. I I, I have no problem with that at all. Yeah. So you not. So you not. You're not in favour of this clamour for post-match referee interviews. I wouldn't but, have a problem with it. They, but at the they, same I don't time, think it again. They'd just sit there and justify the decision, wouldn't they? That they made. So, and what, 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 what would he gain if they did put the hands up and say, ah, "I probably got that wrong. We're not going to get fucking points back on you." So irrelevant. You don't. You don't even need What's to have post-match in, uh, interviews. Why don't they just have open? Uh, you know, when it comes to VR and decisions like that, just just have it on a on a tannoy or something. Uh, and 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 the fans, yeah, yeah, I like that. because yeah. because you left in dark, especially when you're in ground and all. I mean, mm. we I've not I've been in ground yet when it, there's been VAR, but I imagine it's frustrating, like waiting then three four minutes and then making a decision and not knowing why they've made the decision or yeah. Um, so yeah, okay, we'll come back to this all the time. The cricket and football are a very different sport. But the way that the cricket DRS decision, the, the, chat, the effect of the VR decision works is you are talked through every single step of the decision from the from the captain making the challenge to the decision being made. Everybody's kept informed. Why can't football do something? It's, it's not hard, but anyway. I think, I think they can do that for TV. I don't think it'd work in a stadium. I think the, you know, the acoustics would just be ridiculous. But, but at least well, you make an effort. Yeah. But anyway, let's move on. Um, final point on that is, yes, we completely condone any actions taken by some knobhead who's threatened Mike Dean and his family. Uh, you, if you have done that, you need to seriously get a grip of your life and consider your, how your life's going because 
you know, clearly a knobhead. Um, so, on to something that will make Mr. Odi very, very happy. Uh, Leeds United 2 0 win. 2 0 was 2 1, sorry. 2 0. 2 0. Another clean sheet <laughs> for shit defence. <laughs> um, do we need to say anything, Odi, or shall I just let you go? Oh, you can do if you want. <laughs> Um, I didn't watch the game. I've seen some of the, I've seen some of the action, but not the game. Uh, was it a comfortable two 0 win? It was very comfortable, yeah. Um, well, we predicted it when we seen lineups. Yeah, we 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 limited we limited them to very little. We uh, we 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 just had more intensity than them. It was solid performance. Uh, we should have had three more at least. Um, Bamford had a couple of very good chances um, but he, he got another goal um, yeah it were, co- it were comfortable 2-0 as you'll get hmm. uh, Crystal Palace I know they've had lots of injuries but they didn't really offer much they don't think we are Zaha though do they no, they don't no. win games we are on pitch I think it's a mentality it's turned into a mentality thing so they literally just don't win games when he's not there yeah, I think they've had 10 uh, we are Zahan I think they've lost 8 drawn 2 mm. something like that anyway they, yeah but it just shows you what a miss he would be if they did lose him in summer mm. Yeah I agree Ode you are sitting on 10th 32 points um, within shouting distance of potentially Europa League uh, are you realistically looking at that or are you just saying you know, take 10th right now. I think first and foremost, make sure we're mathematically safe and then see what happens mm. after that. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to rule it out because uh, just how the season's gone. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, we've got players now. I mean, Rafinha, he just gets better and better every time I see him. Um, he's just got... He's, when when he first came, Bielsa said he is the complete player, and he's never said that about any of them. Mm. So to that, where I praise as it was, and he's just gone on, just got better and better. Um, so key players like that will bring that top level quality. I won't rule it out now. Do you think it's a realistic game for him at all? I don't see why not to mixing in with with teams around the end of the day. If you if you where you're tenth, if you yeah. if you're there, if you're there or thereabouts, then you just never know. Because you've just got. Mm. I think teams around that area are generally inconsistent anyway. So if we finish tenth, I've said what well, I said mm. before the season started. If we finish tenth, top half. It'd be an unbelievable season, and it still would be. Mm. So, yeah, just get math- mathematically safe first, and uh, and just see how we go from there. To be fair, you're big, I mean, you're up, almost, not far. I think you're on thirty-two points, full of yeah. having played half a season on fifteen. So you would need to basically get no more points than them to more than double their points tally to be in danger. It's we we could say this week and week. It's done and dusted at bottom. 
Um, the only issue you're, in terms of client tail is your goal difference is zero, where everybody else is picking pretty significantly plus. Spurs is uh, 14, Aston Villa one place, maybe it's on plus 12. So if if you do start challenge, that's where a potential issue might come. But yeah, as you'd like, sir. And Phillips got brought off injured and all. I mean, he's okay. a massive, a massive cog mm. in in how we play. So, depending on how long he's out for, um, could determine whether we even get an attempt to mm. to push for that. So, just, just enjoy it, ride. I think that's that's it for most of the rest of the season. Now, so we get to mm. uh, relegation. I know it's. Uh, you could argue, yeah, we're probably a couple more wins and 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 it to really guarantee it. But mm. um, yeah, see how, see how it goes. But more than happy we are. We've been. Yep, uh, fair enough. Uh, Wayne, would you like to go ahead and give us some super six and facts of football stats? Yeah, I will actually because we have to be magnanimous. Um, it's taken a long time. Oh, but, I've been looking forward to this. No, you know, we've got a bit magnanimous because it has taken a long time. Um, but I can confirm there has been a change, shall we say, in the leaderboard. Um, well, not change as much, but I'm just saying, in the fantasy football, Christopher Lewis actually extended his lead at the top. So, what <laughs> he's doing really well there, but he's he got a 100 point lead going on. So, yeah, that's all I've got to add this week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got it open first, and then I'll eat the words in a second. Um, but like I say, you've dropped down a place. You're 14th now, mate. I know. Crap weekend. Yeah. Oh, we have had a change, actually. Odin's gone above me. Odin's now 30th. Uh, I'm in 31st, and Nuttall in 33rd. Uh, Carl Nuttall's still bottom. I was like to mention that, just for a laugh. Uh, oh, God. All right, fine. Here we go. So Super Six top top for this week, Mark Lang uh, and Scott Downs actually both thirteen points. Well done to both of them. Uh, not all fifth this week, ten points. Well done, uh, Odin six nine points. Uh, Laxie eleven seven points. I, I mean, when I've done worse on Laxie, you know I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I only got four points this week, twentieth. Um, and what that means. Is for the first time since I think late September, I think I'm right in saying that. Uh, out of us four, I am no longer the highest in the league. Um, Nuttall's gone above me, three points ahead. Nuttall is now 11th in the league overall. Uh, I'm 12th, and Odin is 21st, and likes a. I'm not born. You did. I'm just scrolling. Give me a second. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you are. You're not bottom. Well done. You're not bottom. You are 25th. Well done. There you go. You're in the you're in the top 25 out of 27. I'm really proud of you, like so. Uh, but yeah, Nuttall is now taking the lead out of us four. So you know, be mag- be magnanimous and uh, kick him out of the league if you want, man, like so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on it. Um, Alan Stevenson's still top overall, so uh, well done to them. Uh, Matt Lang and Scott Downs, well done for this week. Alan Stevenson and Christopher Lee, top of both leagues. Well done to you both. Well done, guys. 
Uh, we're going to finish with EFL stuff before we come onto the salary cap change, which is interesting. Where it's going to win not all they talk us through that because they've kept more up than I have. Um, the championship is becoming really fascinating. The top two, top three are covered by two points, and down at the bottom, which concerns two of our three teams, there are only eight points between twelfth and twenty second. Um, it's ridiculously tight. Wednesday, all have picked up some points. You're now out of the relegation zone, still behind us. By a point, um, your am I right in saying your home form's picked up quite well recently? One five on trot at home, first time since fucking 2011 or something like that. This shows how bad it's a weight form is, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> I did see over the last 10 games, I think we're something like fifth or sixth in, in the league for form. Mm. Um, this shows how bad the start of the season were. Well, to put it this way, Thompson's already won more games than me, Monk, and <laughs> Pulis combined. Yeah. It's showing that form table. Before Tuesday's game, we were third in form table. Obviously, you're, you're sick. The teams at the bottom have started picking up points, uh, which has started dragging some really average teams in. It'd be nice to see a QPR and Birmingham-type teams go down who've been clogging up mid-table and doing nothing for years. Yeah. Just get, get rid of them. Um, so, yeah. It's interesting. Keep an eye on that. Um, the League One and Two salary cap. So if anyone's missed this at the start, bit at the start of this season, uh, there was a salary cap brought in. You'll correct me if the figures are wrong. I think it was two point five million for League One and one point five yeah. for League Two, um, which for most of the teams in League Two was probably fine. For maybe half of the teams in League One, it was probably fine. Uh, but in League One, some big clubs like Sunderland, Hull, Ipswich suffered significantly. Uh, in terms of their recruitment process because of the, they were restricted in what they could bring in. Uh, the PFA have basically put a complaint in. Uh, I say basically, it's, effectively, it's not legal, and they've won that case. So uh, I assume effective immediately, there is no salary cap in League 1 and 2. Chance for windows closed, so it would make much difference. Um, not all your thoughts? Well, we kept an eye on it because... It were gonna. There's potentially gonna massively affected us next season if we don't eat one because our wage bills. I, 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 don't, I don't know the official, but somewhere they reckon about 14 million, something like that. Uh, all players obviously are out of contract in summer anyway, but mm-hmm. to bring to bring everything down to two two and a half million, and I, I don't, don't. I never agreed with it anyway. We, mm. we had a discussion on it, didn't we, when they brought it in, and why should, for example, a club like Sunderland only be able to recruit the same people on the same money as Accrington Stanley. Mm. They've got more income. They've got the, um, so I don't agree with salary caps anyway. If it's a percentage of, then fair mm. enough. But to just bring in a, a salary cap that's putting everybody on the same level, I, I disagree with it. Uh, super Nick DeMarco, weren't it? BEFL again. He loves it, doesn't he, old Nick? I bet they hate him at EFL. He just... Strolls in and beats them at every case. But it's good because there were talks of it happening in Championship, and that, yeah, that they, were, yeah. they, they will go away now because if it if it can't stand in League One or Two, then it's not going to stand in Championship. Where clubs didn't want it anyway. Well, exactly. The idea, in principle, is a good idea um, because the. Percentages should be the correct way of doing it. However, there's so many loopholes to it um, that it, it just opens it to interpretation. Um, the percent, uh, the salary cap was a good idea in principle, um, but there was they were arguing it was too low. 
but by raising it any higher, you'd be defeating the idea of having the salary cap. Um, it, it's, I like the idea that they've got, you know, it's, it's 60% uh, rising to 75 if you've just been relegated from championship. And then is it 40 or 50% in, in League Two? Um, I think it's 40%, isn't it? So, why, why would it be less? Why don't you just get the same percentage? I think it's to uh, protect the in, uh, so the turnover of League Two clubs um, because a lot of them have got more volatile turnover. Right, okay. Because you haven't got the protected income of TV deals, so their turnover is a lot more volatile. It's based on form. You know, if, you, if your turnover is yeah. 90% dependent on gear attendances, that will go down based on form, whereas in Championship, you're probably talking attendance as being maybe 25% of your turnover. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, that's the reason behind it. It's, it's all massively complicated. They're all absolutely terrified of another Bury situation, um, which I know Odin doesn't give a shit about. That's uh, fair enough. But um, there's got, they've, got to, they've got to put something in place. I hope that this 60% works. I don't think he will, and I think he'll get scrapped or changed in a few years' time. Yeah, I think the idea you, the, the, you, the AFL are trying to uh, uh, trying to save the club from themselves. Uh, the problem is the clubs don't necessarily want saving; they want to have that go, like trying to get to championship or back to championship, as the case may be. Salford want to spend uh, twenty million quid or whatever it is on wages and, and transfer fees. Um, I'm surprised they got put through in first place. I'm surprised clubs voted for it in first place. I'm not surprised it's now been overturned. Um, maybe, I suppose watch the space, but maybe some sort of guarantor-based system um, of money put into a holding fund or something like that. But I can't imagine clubs would be too willing to do that. Something to protect those clubs if it all goes tits up and the money gets withdrawn by these big backers. Mm. Yeah, you're probably right. But we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll keep an eye on that. So, anything else that I've missed off that you guys want to touch on before we wrap up oh, and go away? No, no. Uh, EFL. Um, you care about it? <laughs> well, it's only because it's Leeds related, really. Oh. Uh, that for, makes sense. For, former Birmingham City manager Pep Clotet has uh, rejoined forces in Italy at Brescia. Uh, with Massimo Cellino. Oh my God! How many times do you have to go like go back to it? Is he like? Is, is, I mean, is how many times do you have to work for Cellino before you realise he's not he's, he's a madman? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think they've had about five or six managers already this season. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. So why would you do it? So next week's show, I'm sure we'll, uh, I can bring news that he's left. Probably, yeah, that's true. Uh, quick FA Cup update because we'll record as we speak. But on Tuesday, did you, night, did, you, did, you, did you just use the term FA Cup day? I did. Is it? Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Like I said, go on. <laughs> uh, Bournemouth beat Burnley, so Burnley out. Man U beat West Ham after extra time. Uh, Manchester City are through, went through 3 1 against Swansea. Um, the rest of the games are still playing while we record. But the big game is on Thursday night, Barnsley against Chelsea. Which is a throwback to when obviously when Chelsea lost to Barnsley a few several years ago. Um but that's all oh, I got for, for the difficult. Oh, Odin, will you uh, will you be making an appearance that day? Yeah, so I've already been doing uh, BBC interviews uh, on the day <laughs> itself. Uh, so yes, I'm sure I'll be there. 
He's the only man I know that can do it on a cold Tuesday night at Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you all for listening and um, watching if you're on, if you're on YouTube. Uh, make sure you subscribe to YouTube and iTunes, Spotify, so you can get all this. Uh, we will probably be back more nearer the normal time next week on Tuesday, uh, and the Stephen Bywater interview will ideally go live middle of next week, everything being well. Um, we'll keep you updated with that as and when that happens. Um, thank you, all three of you. So, so I'm just telling them where to subscribe if you're on YouTube. It's down there. Basically, press that. You button. can actually, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, if you click on the monkey, uh, that should like, allow you to subscribe. Click on the monkey. <laughs> that one there. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Wayne, for your referee knowledge. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Odeo, thank you very much. Your smugness has been appreciated. It's been brilliant. <laughs> Dickhead. Uh, thank you very much, <laughs> Mr. Natal. It's always a pleasure with your little owl on you. Wrong side. <laughs> <Right side. laughs> Anybody that's listening or watching it, you had to grab the owl on his shirt and missed it. <laughs> um, we'll this is why you should subscribe, all right? Subscribe to watching this shit. Uh, yeah, we will see you all very soon. Cheers, guys. Yeah.